Well, the NHL playoffs start tonight. Dr. Henry actually had something to say about that during her press conference yesterday. Richard Zussman is with us now. But first, let's find out how Richard is feeling about his Ottawa Senators getting the third pick in the draft lottery yesterday. Good morning, Richard. Didn't we already have to do this, Simi? No. And I already said I was disappointed. Third I didn't ask fifth. you about this yet. Third and fifth. Yeah, but this already happened. This happened last month. And now we know that the Rangers are picking first overall. Right. I have vivid... Maybe it was just my nightmares that you made me talk about this when this <laughs> happened. But no. uh, I think, you know, the, the Senators will get two very good prospects. They just get, won't get one of the two great prospects in the draft. And it's going to be a long road to recovery. But I'm a Canucks fan now, Simi. So As well you I, should I, be. I've moved on to better things. Okay, there you go. We don't play till tomorrow night, though, but there is a kickoff tonight. And I, I love that Dr. Henry brought this up. The playoffs came up yesterday yeah. in her press conference. Yeah, our colleague Keith Baldry asked her about uh, what should be done for Canucks fans. So there's some tangible advice and then a sweet dig on the Toronto Maple Leafs, which I love as an Ottawa Senators <laughs> fan. And so uh, Dr. Henry said she'd been lamenting with some of her colleagues in Ontario over the Leafs loss. And then in only the way Dr. Henry could, looked at the camera and said, sorry, and then moved on to some advice, which is, you know, a lot of bars and restaurants use Vancouver Canucks playoffs runs as a, an opportunity to make uh, money to, to help the bottom line, especially around 2011 and, and those years where the Canucks teams were really successful. We saw, you know, increases 20, 30% in some cases uh, for those businesses. And I think a lot of businesses are optimistic around what a Canucks playoff run could mean for this year. But Dr. Henry said it's going to be very different. Those rules are still very much in place in bars and restaurants. Groups can be no larger than six. Once you are seated, you must remain at your table. And so there is no jumping up and hugging and celebrating, no hanging out with your buddies from table to table, high-fiving. You know, the rules are mm. in place for a reason to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. And Dr. Henry even went as far as saying that she recommends that fans enjoy the games outdoors and oh. gather, you know, around the phone listening or watching uh, in a park or in a place where people can spread out and that she does not want to see everybody congregating in the same place like we've seen in playoff runs in the past that this is a year that the playoffs should be celebrated differently and yes she hopes this goes deep into the summer and into the fall uh, but uh, it's a chance to, to enjoy the warm weather and watch the playoffs but do it separately do it in your bubbles and don't celebrate if you're going to watch with your friends make sure it is your small friend group that's already pre-established right. and not your Canucks buddies uh, that you're hoping to connect with for the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be tough for a lot of bars, I would imagine, right? You used to kind of packing them yeah. in during the playoffs, but we're going to have to watch that story very carefully. Let's also talk about schools this morning because, again, we're and we've been hearing this message a lot is, listen, the plan is not set yet because it's up to the school district. So parents, you really have to wait right now. Yeah, but there's two big things that are up to the province that we're getting some clarity on as well. So we know the district plan will come back August 26th, but before then we are expecting two significant pieces to change. The first is on the mask policy. So yesterday, both Dr. Henry and Education Minister Rob Fleming was asked about this. And right before Dr. Henry went up to do her press conference, Rob Fleming, uh, to reporters here in Victoria, said that masks are going to be a significant part of school in September and that there will be places where they will be required. And that is a shift in what we've seen in the past around mandatory mask use in schools. Do we know exactly what that policy will look like? Not yet. But based on what Dr. Henry then said less than an hour later was that 
there are going to be places like hallways and uh, cafeterias and libraries where physical distancing is challenging, where students will be uh, required or at least strongly suggested to wear masks. What will the language be? We don't know yet. The school is getting access to lots of masks to provide for free to staff and teachers and students. So there's going to be a shift in this mask policy. Dr. Henry, though, referring to masks as the last line of defense, that of all the tools that we know work to prevent the spread of the virus, masks are last on that list, but it does provide an extra layer of protection. She spoke again to one-way hallways at schools, staggered starts so that kids won't be interacting as much in the hallways uh, when they go out for lunch, when they arrive at the beginning of the day, when they leave at the end of the day, improve ventilation. And then the last one is moving things out of the class, including uh, tables and other, to allow for physical distancing. That's something we've seen a lot of pushback from right. teachers saying that's just not possible. And then the other part in all of this is the start of the school year, Simi. So that one is, we're expecting a pushback to the start of school, and we got more details on that yesterday. Minister Fleming saying that what he anticipates is on September 8th, all the administrators and teachers will be in the school, but that we could right. see a phased-in return for students. I guess the other thing I'm curious about, too, is that everybody was talking about, oh, September 8th, but we all know that with the first day of school, school doesn't really get going for like another week or so until after that. Exactly, and so... Fleming said one of the things that happens in most schools, as you know, as a parent and all parents know, is that their kids normally go into the classroom from the previous year to start getting acclimatized, catch up on how your summer was, and then you get placed into your new classroom as the school start figuring out sizes. But that's just not possible this year. So students will get placed directly into their new class. And so that could mean that they're not back in class for a few days after the start of school. Uh, or they may go once and then not go again for another week. So it's going to be a different start and seems to be a gradual re-entry rather than in the past where kids have gone half day, half day, half day, and then full day. We may see only one half day and then a week or a little bit longer until they return for right. that full day. So that will give teachers and staff a chance to meet face-to-face, -to, -face, to understand these challenges, and to try to slowly ease into what is you know, school like we've never seen it before and the most drastic shift in our education system in the province's history. Right. Okay. And we also heard yesterday that when it comes to these increasing number of cases, I think we're averaging about 44 right now a day. Uh, it's really being driven by younger people, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And and that's been a marked shift that we've seen, you know, almost everywhere else in the world, Dr. Henry said. So the 20 to 30 demographic is now leading the way in terms of new cases. But what's concerning as well is there are international studies showing that younger people below the age of 20 are getting uh, COVID-19 at a higher rate than they were at the beginning of this virus. And that's concerning for a lot of experts like Dr. Henry. But what Dr. Henry said to this yesterday was that the rates of transmission, even with this recent increase that we've seen, are still much, much lower for kids 0 to 10 uh, than uh, the rest of the population. And that uh, makes her optimistic around the school plan. But but is concerning as as it's watched across the world what is happening with this younger demographic in terms of the spread of the virus. All right. All right. Thank you for that, Richard. Yeah, thanks, Amy. Have a great day. You too. That is Richard Zussman, our global reporter over in Victoria. We're going to talk more of Victoria, actually. BC Ferries and the financial picture there 
big concern right now where the provincial government has said, you know, they essentially need help. That's what BC Ferry says too. Well, it sounds like help might be on the way. We're going to get more information about